This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on 7 Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, just down the street from Blue Ribbon Dairy. Open through the winter, offering gift cards, poinsettia centerpieces, tropical holiday sleighs, pictures with Santa, and more. And if you're looking for snow removal services, they can take care of that too. Do not break your back this winter. Contact Keller's today and visit their social media pages for more info and hours of operation. My guests today make up the band Frame 42, an original rock band from Michigan. None of the members can even legally have a beer, yet they've already been able to work with Grammy award-winning producer Toby Wright on their first EP, who has worked with Alice in Chains, Kiss, Korn, Heart, and more. We talk about what it's like being in a band at such a young age, working with big producers, recording their first EP, Undercroft, which is streaming everywhere right now, what it was like going on tour with Joyous Wolf, and so much more. I don't even care if you don't listen to this podcast as long as you check out their music. I think they have a very bright future ahead of them. Welcome to the show, Frame 42 from Michigan. And we're live again with the band Frame 42 from Michigan. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we had a little bit of, uh, we recorded this about three or four weeks ago. We had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties. Uh, so uh, I, I felt it wouldn't be appropriate to uh, air that episode yeah. like that because it wouldn't represent you guys the correct yeah. way. And I really didn't want to do that um, because I really uh, enjoy you guys. I really, uh, I think you have a bright yeah, future. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll try and uh, we'll try and capture that magic again. Absolutely. Um, but again, this is the band Frame Forty Two from Michigan, um, and it's funny too because like usually the people I talk to, the bands I talk to are, uh, you know, in and around northeastern Pennsylvania from where I am. Uh, so it's always nice to talk to bands who are out there, different states, doing different things, seeing different things. So again, thank you for your time. I appreciate you doing thank this you again too. Us. Yeah. So. Um, Frame 42, you guys, I, uh, I think you guys reached out to um, a radio station that I used to work at called Rock 107. Uh, I guess your team reached out. I'm not sure how you even got on their radar, but your team reached out to them. They obviously play um, you know, classic rock. Um, they don't play local music. They don't play or they don't play unsigned artists, I guess you could say. Right, right. But uh, Neil Trauma, who uh, is the midday guy there, was kind enough to point you in my direction. It was funny, too, because, you know, your team reached out to me and said, hey, there's, we've got this young group. And, you know, they told me the, the age of, of most of you, if not all of you. And I was like, OK, great. You know, there's going to be these young kids. And, you know, I'm, pr- I'm sure their parents and all that stuff, they're, they're all proud of them and they think they're the best thing you know, going and they're going to sign a record deal and all that. Uh, and I'll give it a shot, but I, I was not expecting what I got because the sound you guys have, I'm shocked that it comes from such uh, a young crew. Um, talk a little bit about uh, frame 42. And if you guys want to go around the room, 
yeah. uh, and talk about your roles in the, the band and uh, you know uh, how old you are. Because again, I, I, I can't get over how young you guys are. Uh, and and we'll, we'll, we'll start there. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm Brock Morris. I'm 16 and I'm holding down the bass guitar. I'm yeah. Ava Morris and I'm 18 and I am one of the lead vocalists. I'm Lucas. I'm the drummer and I'm 16. I'm Michael. Um, I'm the lead guitarist and I'm 18. I'm Ariana. I'm uh, one of the other lead vocalists and I'm 20. I'm Ben. I'm 18 and I, <laughs> I, I play the rhythm. <laughs> so none of you can even have uh, a beer legally yet. No, no. almost, almost, no. almost. Oh. When's your birthday? In May. May. You got you got some time left. It's creeping. Yeah. I and for me, I'm like I'm like over half of your age. Like it's crazy. I, I'm I'm t- you're 20. I'm almost 40. So this is really weird. <laughs> I've never felt older than I do right now. Um. But yeah, so the band. I mean, uh, you're in Michigan. Um. You have this great you know, classic rock sound. Um, tell us a little bit about the band in general and, and you know, how you guys kind of formed and all that kind of stuff. Well, um, how we formed was there was a school in Lapeer, which is where we're based out of, uh, called DB's Live, ran by Deb Barber, who's a four-time Grammy nominee. And so we all started taking individual lessons from her. Um, and she would put bands together. And so she took us and put us in a group together. And so then we would play together, see how the chemistry worked and play showcases in front of all the other bands that she put together. And we enjoyed it so much. Then we started gigging locally, just kind of like at bars and look here. And then we started to, you know, expand outward towards like clubs and uh, more bigger bars and Metro Detroit and started getting some festivals. So ever since then, we've just been trying to escalate and keep going. And we all grew up with classic rock as a big influence. So that definitely helped us kind of shape the direction that we wanted to go. I don't think there was any doubt that we wanted to be other anything other than rock. Yeah. But we got to work with... Um, Toby Wright, who produced our EP Undercroft, and he worked with um, Alice in Chains. He worked with Kiss, Corn, Heart. He's got a very um, respectable repertoire, if you will. But that was just so amazing working with him. And he helped us kind of bring our songs to where they needed to be. And we're writing right now, and hopefully we'll be able to work with him next year. Uh, that's awesome what, what what's that like i mean working with someone like that who has worked with the bands you mentioned i mean like at your age and i'm shocked i mean like not that like i i, I guess like since i'm old right I, I always think that kids your age are out there listening to cardi b's and the things like that and you don't appreciate the the classic rock because i think when i was growing up i didn't really appreciate it as much as i do now uh, when I was like younger, my here, here my parents uh, listened to it. Um, I, I just I, I find it fascinating, um, you know, your age and and what you're kind of drawn to. Um, yeah. What was yeah. that like for you guys? Well, personally, for me, meeting him initially, like after hearing his repertoire, it was a little intimidating. But like, um, what? You said repertoire. Repertoire. You've been drinking. You've been drinking. <laughs> repertoire, repertoire. Um, 
right. His rep, uh, <laughs> repertoire. His discography. What he's done after hearing what he's done. <laughs> better. Um, his resume. He needs that word. Resume. <laughs> it was a little intimidating, but upon meeting him, he's like he's the nicest guy I and mean, he's super down to earth and he's, I, yeah he's super chill yeah. most importantly very patient the most patient person <laughs> yeah. i have ever met in my life like i was just shocked i was like how is he tolerating me right now <laughs> and he shares our sense of humor also so we bonded right away and he's also kind of like a therapist for us like when we were recording there'd be parts um that just drive you crazy because you have to keep recording them over and over and oh i don't like that uh how do we change this i don't like it i don't like it and then it's like to the point you just break down and then toby would be like a little therapist me and ariana would go for a little walk in the parking lot just to get some air after we were like freaking out but just so patient yeah, and made us run in the parking lot once actually and she it was the middle of winter and she fell outside and scraped her knee. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He didn't make us run actually. We chose. We wanted to run a little. And it's like we got to know him so well. He's like family now. And like whenever we need some advice on whatever we need to do in the industry, it's like, well, what does Toby think? What is, yeah. you know, we have that level of trust with him and he's just awesome guy. Yeah, it has to be great to have someone like that on your side that you can go to and, and ask those questions and ha- get that guidance from. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. You feel a lot of pressure, though. I mean, working with someone like that, like, I mean, mm-hmm. at first, I, I was say, yeah, maybe, definitely at first. Yeah, it was a, maybe a little intimidating at first, but getting to know him, it's like you don't have to be like the other bands that he worked with. You can just be frame 42 and that's good enough for him. I guess that, yeah, that kind of comes back to like how patient he was. And once we learned that, then it kind of just made working with him, yeah, a lot less stressful. Well, just kind of like how he is. Cause like when you, you know, when you hear what he, who he's worked with and everything, you're like, oh, I'm going to work with this giant producer who's in all this. And then you get in there and you talk with them and you just like, he's just a friend and a mm-hmm. part of, and he's just part of your family who's working with you too. And he just talks and to you like, you know, just like you're an equal and it's really nice to work with someone like that just because you can you're just so comfortable Absolutely. that is also yeah a good thing because he doesn't treat us like we're kids like we're so young he yeah kind of like michael said he just treats us like an equal like he would with any other band which we really appreciate yeah yeah and uh how long have you guys been playing and performing i mean Again, you're young, but I mean, I, you don't get to where you are currently by, you know, just picking up the guitar now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, five. About five years we've all been together. Yeah. Okay. Coming up on six. six. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it just like, I feel like, you know, you guys shouldn't sound good. <laughs> 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 no offense, but it's just like, you know, you're yeah. you're fairly new together. Uh, you know, you're so young. Uh, it, it it's just it 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 it's wild to to hear the sound. And I hope people who listen to this or watch this yeah. take at least a minute to check out your EP, which is called Undercroft, and that's on all the streaming services. Um, that was recorded and released a year or two ago, or was that just this past year? Last June, right? Um, oh, this no, June. it was released uh, June of 2020. Uh, we actually recorded it 
2021. Almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last 2021. Yeah. This June. I just got a flashback from like a year ago, and it's like we were in pre-production, like right now. So yeah, a year ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's hard to keep track of time. Yeah, <laughs> very weird, especially yeah. like because we like shut ourselves off in the studio for two weeks, and it was like um, over Christmas, Christmas break. break, December. 18th is when we went to the studio and we stayed there for a few weeks and it was like there was no time like time did not exist you, you were just in the up. studio you just showed up and did your thing i mean i still feel like that i just like oh i have to be here okay what day is it it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a blur now. yeah it was so fun though yeah I, it was just being able to be in that environment for two weeks and just like get there at 10 leave there at 10 go to the hotel i'll do the same thing the next day it was just... I think that's what's matured us the most. Yeah. Was that uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And some days were longer. Like, one time we were um, working on vocals. I forgot what it's called. When you... Um, what's that called? When you comping. pick... Comping. Com- comping the vocals until, like, midnight or one in the morning. And then we get to the hotel, sleep, wake up, be there by nine, be ready to play by... 10. Yeah, it was like a 14 hour day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't imagine that. That's that's cool though. It was work, but it was uh, it was yeah. very it wasn't working. I mean, yeah. yeah. You like what you're doing. It's not really like by the end of the day, you're tired. Sure. But like doing the whole thing the whole day, you're like you're having fun. You're proud. Yeah. And yeah. You're, yeah. Well, there'd be some downtime too where Ariana and I were just having writer's block and we'd go back to one of the office and just write stupid little songs on this keyboard. And that was really fun and just, yeah, helped us relax and get creative. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you guys typically write about? I mean, again, I'll, I'll reference your age just because you're young. Um, I, I, I can't imagine, like, what, what do you guys, what uh, inspires you? What do you, what do you write about? I mean, sure, probably relationships. It might be obvious, but a lot of it, too, is um, mental health related. Like uh, paranoia, I'm calling out um, intervention. Those are all mental health related. Mm-hmm. So I mean, because at this age, especially, is like a big struggle for a lot of us mentally. So it's really good to write about it and just get it out on paper, and then being able to share that to have other people relate to it is really nice as well. Because you know, may- we don't know like maybe we are helping someone too. So. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to... Uh, oh, no, sorry. no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, we uh, since we're writing again, Ariana and I were like, okay, all our songs like aren't happy. Let's just write a happy song. We and we could not. We couldn't. And we talked to Toby. We were like, we're trying to write a happy song and we can't. And he's like, why do you need to write a happy song? You guys are badass bitches. You just keep writing <laughs> badass bitches songs. And we're like, you got it. All so. right, done. <laughs> done and done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's cool that you mentioned mental health too. It's, and I don't think, <clears throat> you know, my generation, I think appreciates the, the fact that, you know, we talk about it, but I think beyond my generation, you know, a lot of that generation just like, is like, you know, pull yourself up and suck it up and, and you know, keep moving yeah. forward. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much, I mean, and I went, I grew up, you know, half my life with the internet and half without it. I can't imagine what I, where, where I would be, you know, if I had my entire life, you know, with the internet, because I think it's such a, <clears throat> such a cool and scary place. And yes. I don't think people yeah. often realize that like, you know, 
you guys are on it all the time, whether it's for, you know, school or social media or, you know, promoting your band. It's, it's constantly everywhere. And there's always mean people and they're always going to, you know, those people will always speak the loudest. Right. Um, so I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, as a young, young band, you can, you know, touch on those subjects. And cause I mean, it's, it's more prevalent now than ever. And especially, you know, you throw a worldwide pandemic in there and it's obviously magnified even more. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, how do you guys navigate, you know, being in a band, you know, being, obviously you guys are, some of you are in high school. I don't know if the uh, older crew is, you know, in, in college or whatever. Um, is it hard to focus on school when you have this rock band that you want to like probably go to the next level and travel the world and all that kind of stuff? Yes. There, yeah. <laughs> yes. School's like in the back seat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, especially because we went on tour. So like we got to feel like what the life feels like. <laughs> so now I'm just sitting in school thinking about playing shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine. That. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's there. You can do it. It's not like it's not you haven't done right. it before. It's not. It's not this dream right now. It's like it's. it's, within it's reach. Yeah, it's within reach, and it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. you've, you've done it. You can build upon that. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, then I mean, it, it's kind of like it's hard because you want to spend time, you know, getting your assignments turned in and all that, but you could be spending time doing stuff for the <laughs> band and like bettering yourself right. like I could be spending my, all this time I'm at school practicing yeah well it's just like it's your we're working for this to be our career and if I'm sure for the Brock and Lucas who are in high school right now I'm sure it's just like itching because you want to keep furthering your career because this is what you know you want to do and just keep working at it right now mm-hmm. Those of you in college, are you uh, taking classes that um, you can apply what you learn from them to the band, whether it be like a business background or anything like that? Or are you going to school for uh, maybe a backup plan in case this doesn't work out? Um, well, I, Michael and I are both attending online courses at Berkeley in Boston. Oh, cool. So Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to apply what we're learning to the band. I'm taking um, a music theory and a music marketing class and then like a college writing class that's just kind of required. But definitely the music marketing has helped us. Um, like I bring some things to the table that we might not have been doing before. And I've seen like improvement by it. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's because, yeah, we're just, I think I just, because it's, I'm just branching out my knowledge because one of my things I take is production. And so I like to apply, like, if we're in the studio, I can kind of have a basis and try to learn from like Toby and just try to apply it to the music and just like try to keep furthering what I'm doing. But that's, you just got to keep going with the band. I took music technology for one semester and I dropped out. <laughs> I cannot sit still for that long. It was a three-hour class. I was like, no. And I was that's, like, that's tough. You know, I, I don't. I hope maybe your hope your parents don't listen to this, but um, I don't know if, if college is for everyone. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, have a, I have a degree. I mean, I you know, my parents and you know people's parents that I'm you know friends with like we were all told like you know get good grades in high school go to college get good grades in college 
you'll get a great job and you'll have the house with the white picket fence and life will be good. But like, I don't know, you know, it's not, I don't think it's for everyone. And I'm not saying do not go to college. Don't I, you know, I have a, I have a child, uh, obviously we'll, we'll push him to, you know, do whatever he wants, but obviously education is important. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just weird, especially now. I mean, right. I think yeah. the, the COVID-19 pandemic changed a lot of things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was sure. not easy for me to even do that. Cause I mean, at the time, if this was like 2019 and my parents, it was hard to make the transition because when you're focusing on two things at once, there doesn't seem to be any strong pull towards one. Mm-hmm. So, and then the reason I did that was to focus more on the band. So, I mean, once obviously I did that and the change was made, they saw and all of our parents support us. And yeah. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like, and yeah, at the time that Ariana mm-hmm. like dropped out, we were nowhere near where we are now. So it really took a lot of like faith on her behalf to know, just to believe in, the band that we would eventually be where we want to be. I think, yeah, I think we're super lucky to have the team of parents that support us as we do. Cause oh, we've, heard, we've heard, we've heard of bands that don't have any support then parents that don't believe in them, but we are lucky. And I think college is definitely, it's great for some people and I don't think it's right for other people. I think it's just dependent on what that person wants to do and the path they have to do to get there. Right. Yeah. yeah like for me, so when we were in the studio the last December, yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I was online because that was like the first semester of our senior year, uh, me, Michael and Ava. So just being in the studio while having to also try to focus on school really kind of established. Um, I'm, I'm done after high school. I'm not doing this for the rest of my life trying to. So, yeah, I kind of put all my eggs in one basket. Sometimes you got to do that, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You never know. You just got to gotta hope for the best and keep pushing and keep practicing and meet the right people. Sometimes it's luck, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. And we've learned, like, connections are super important, too. Yeah, it's just about know. who you know. That's life in general. I mean, right. you, could, oh, you yeah. could be anybody in the world. I mean, having connections and meeting the right people and right, just doing the right things is, yeah. is always just sometimes being in the right place at the right time. Even yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like That's... we were um, at a sound check in New Hampshire, and you know we were just not even going doing our full thing. It was just a sound check, and after. Um, two of the members of the foreigner crew foreigner was playing um a couple blocks away they like really liked us and they talked to us for a little bit and we got to meet all of foreigners crew after all their guitar techs their keyboard techs their and it was just like what is happening right now (laughs) and we still keep in contact with um chris who's their guitar tech and he's actually um flying out to michigan next week to see us play at uh, the vault in Saginaw. And it's just crazy how that happens. That's so cool. Cause like, you never know, like you never know, like when you, you're going to get that, that, that chance. And that's, what's cool about life. I, I think is just like, you just never know, like you're right. going to play a bunch of shows and you're going to hopefully, you know, gain fans and, and gain exposure. But like, there could be one person in that audience who's, you know, famous or, or has connections that, you know, that you need to, 
get to the next level and you just never know. And that's such a cool thing about life in general. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's the Joyous Wolf show. We have no idea that they were going to ask us to go on tour with them. Like, yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the tour um, and, and the places you played and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just super exciting. Like Ariana said, we um, got booked to play to open for them like the week before their gig, <laughs> yeah. very short notice, just because we were like, oh, Joyce Wolf is coming to Michigan. We should open for them. Um, and then after I saw their tour manager talking to our manager, Chris, and I heard him talking about some dates and I was just like, hmm, this is a little <laughs> suspicious. Something's in the works here. Yeah. And then after we all got herded into uh, the green room and um, Chris said that they have given us the opportunity to go on the national tour with them and open for them if we want to. And of course it was a no brainer. Yes. We'll open for you. We'll figure everything out, how we're even going to get there later, but yes, we'll we'll open for you guys. It was, yeah, it was a hectic week. Yeah. uh, Figuring Uh, everything out. Yeah. Yeah. Such a short notice. Yeah. Originally they wanted, we played with them on a Wednesday. They wanted us to be in where was it? Texas. I think Texas, Texas by Friday opening for them. Yeah. Uh, but luckily they gave us a couple extra days. And I think by the next Saturday we were in Texas with them opening, but it was just crazy. Like just so cool. How many people like get to say they go on tour. It's just like, I can't even imagine it still. Well, it was just a moment of realizing that this is a huge step up for us to be able to go on a tour to play out of states because we've only played in Michigan that and then to be offered that opportunity to be able to travel with uh, another or another band that's letting us be on a tour with them is just it was a surreal moment of realization and it was awesome next level stuff (laughs) yeah it was kind of like a wake-up call like we could really do this for a living like this isn't just a hobby Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know I, where I, I don't know how I would react to, to moments like that, that, you know, when I was 20 or 18 or 16, <laughs> even I want, you know, I watch college football and I keep thinking that, that they are like my age and I forget the fact that they're like 18, 19, 20 because they're just like, they're giants and they're on like, you know, national TV. <laughs> right. It's always, uh, it's, it's cool how you guys can you know, kind of keep your composure and, and just stay humble and just, you know, a, a wise man once told me, just keep plugging away. Hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So what state, I mean, where did you travel to in that tour? Well, we started in Texas, then Louisiana. Mississippi, then to Tennessee. Indiana. Uh, Indiana. Indiana, then Pennsylvania. We played at uh, the Reverb in Reading, Pennsylvania. Can you come visit? Yeah. Uh, I'm two hours, yeah. I'm an hour and a half, two hours from Reading. Yeah, well, we're, we're trying to uh, have a mini tour in the works where we're going to try to hit Pennsylvania and uh, some places on the East Coast, maybe just over a weekend or something. But let me know for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah we really enjoyed it. Actually, I think the Reverb was one of our favorite places to play. That's yeah. cool. And, yeah. It's Sorry to cut you off. Sorry to cut uh, you off. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we played um, our last, Hard Rock our at last the Pittsburgh, too. Oh, cool. Hard Rock at Pittsburgh, yeah. Yes, the Hard Rock at Pittsburgh. So that was fun. Uh, we and, went uh, to Winchester. Or was that Knoxville? 
Winchester was Ohio. So then we hit yeah. Ohio, Vermont, and New Hampshire. So yeah, I just show up and do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just get on the bus. <laughs> you guys, you guys have the the good the good gig. You're uh, vocalists, you're singers, right? And yep. you're also you're also female. So a lot of you know gentlemen would like <laughs> to carry the the. The gear and stuff like that. So yeah, you got made. Oh, we do they, our they, fair uh, share. They, I'm they, sure you do. I'm not saying, I've I'm got not two saying amps on each shoulder. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm sure you're you're both very proud, independent women. I'm not saying that you're you know you're anything other than that. I'm just saying. <laughs> show up and show up and sing, right? Right. Yeah. That's cool. True. That's cool. So, so I mean, again, you're young and you've probably seen more than some people in your class may see their entire lives. So that's pretty, that's pretty wild to think about too. Very yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So frame 42. I got to ask where the name comes from. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you get it all the time, right? No, this is our first time. <laughs> no? At least, at least your second. At least. Your second. Yeah. At least yeah. Yeah. So the number 42, I think Rock actually just read a book on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I just did a report on that book like yesterday. And basically, they have a supercomputer that is sent to find the meaning of life. And after seven and a half million years, it comes back with 42. And that's just it. And like, it's kind of a big joke. And then everyone's like, what? That's not right. But it's like, yeah, it is. It's basically the answer to the ultimate question in life. And so the frame represents the frame of life we're in. So it's like we're saying um, we're we the are, answer. We are the answer. Okay. All right. We're humble we're of us. But <laughs> <You know? laughs> and we keep it humble. Yeah. Yeah, I just got we done are. saying you're humble. And then, <laughs> no, 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 and then it kind of came out. <laughs> it uh, turned into like there's four guys, two girls is the framework of the band. So it's kind of a double meaning. Got we it. are what you want us to be. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> you know, it's funny. And I, I failed to mention this last time. Um, like that, that book, um, there's a, a band around here called don't panic. Okay. Uh, which I think is a reference from that yeah. as well. Yeah. And well, then yeah. one of my coworkers at work has a, uh, a poster on his wall from that book uh and it says don't panic on it so yeah interesting so three three different scenarios around that uh have been uh, entered my life in the past like six months oh, very I think it's funny it's, all coming it's a sign i guess so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's great so what's next for frame 42 um we have a gig next weekend uh like i mentioned but for the rest of the year we're just kind of chilling out and writing and trying to get like at least 16 or 20 songs ready Damn. <laughs> according to toby yeah, yeah toby we gotta pump them out yeah yeah yeah. Jeez. But yeah we're just yeah we're really in the writing zone right now and so we're gonna try to be able to get some new material out by mm-hmm. next year definitely and yeah probably like you said working on like a little mini tour yeah, yeah. definitely that come out mm-hmm. yeah very cool yeah it's, it's december 8th right now that we're recording this uh this may not go up until uh i'm kind of backlogged now so maybe in a week or two okay. so okay. um but yeah so brand 42 in 2022 big stuff Lots oh of songs. actually i forgot someone forgot uh we're doing the 
um, Coleman Memorial concert yes. they put on for a fundraiser and Skid Row's playing there and we're playing with Skid Row next May, which is he it's oh, huge cool. for us too. That'll yeah. be exciting. Yeah. That is gonna be a fun one too. Mm-hmm. Great cause too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And aren't you guys uh, part of some kind of um, contest or there's some kind of voting I saw? Yes, Banger. Yes, Banger Music Awards, which is the first award we've ever been nominated banger. for. And it's like, what? <laughs> we didn't even expect it. But yeah, um, that's really, really exciting for us. Yeah. And so- be sure to vote. I'm sure um, we'll have a link in somewhere. We'll provide a link cool. i think yeah. it's in our bio yes mm-hmm. frame 42 on uh facebook instagram twitter tiktok all frame 42 van just a quick plug yeah oh very cool oh, awesome. yeah. yes we mm-hmm. would really appreciate it yeah and one last question i, I mean where do you guys what, what where do you guys find inspiration from i mean we, we talked about classic rock i mean is, is there any band specifically uh, as a group or is uh there, there artists like you know, individual for each of you or talk a little bit about you know um what who who has inspired you and and uh along the way it's all kind of different for us of course classic rock is where we all meet in the middle but we all have different like sub genres that we like, like personally, I'm like more folk, more, um, like, uh, I like classic rock too, but recently I've been into like, um, well, I'm a huge Beatles fan. They're probably all sick of me talking about it. Cause I talk about it a lot, but that's kind of where I first got into music. Um, but recently I've been more into like indie folk or just like just folk in general. I really like strong. So I guess you're enjoying the, uh, does it get back? Yes. Yeah. That actually, I did like watching it, but it was making me anxious because I was like, (laughs) we have so many songs to write. Like, I can't just sit here and watch this. Like I need to be doing something, but I did, I did like it. And I was kind of thinking in my head, like what I would suggest if I was there, (laughs) like they would even listen, but I'd be like, Oh, you guys should do this. And then they'd be like, you're so right. Join the Beatles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'd be like, what if you played this chord instead? I think I think a big inspiration as a band was was a big part was Greta Van Fleet because I think a big part was seeing that a band like because when they started you know getting big they were still around eighteen nineteen and I think it was just a big part was like realizing like oh they're close to our ages we can we can do this and they were from Frankenmuth in Michigan and so they were close by and so I think it was kind of a kick it was like oh we can do this mm-hmm. yeah well, I think image wise they're our inspiration mm-hmm. sound is more individually combined yeah mm-hmm. I agree yeah in that sense like me I focus my inspiration mostly on Lady Gaga vocally that's who I love to take after that is I like to say she's my music mom hopefully one day she'll hear that <laughs> uh, but that is seriously that's just who i live by anything musically is her it's cool yeah i think yeah like when um because at least me like just kind of like i usually listen to more heavy more metal and more hard rock and then to be able to incorporate that is just a really cool combination and what about the drummer I mean, yeah i mean 
I listen to like everything. Funk. Like, yeah, but I'm I'm usually listening to funk or like I don't know, it's weird because we play rock, but like that's probably what I listen to the least on a daily, other than like country or like, you know opera or something like that <laughs> what i don't know who like <laughs> <You're so laughs> do people even listen to that like opera? i don't know opera? yeah yeah i don't listen to that i listen to like rap funk or you know rock r&b I, I i don't know why i i expect you to say travis barker i mean i like travis barker he's okay. sick but yeah yeah he's amazing uh, I, mean, yeah. I grew up with travis barker so it's like yeah. Right, cool. Anybody else? Uh, for me, like, I feel like I'm like all over the place because yeah. it's never like. Because every time we get asked, like, who my ins, or at least when I get asked who my inspiration is, I can never like think of a specific person. Because like right now, um, <laughs> I've been on a I've been on a fifties kick right now. Ah, like Bing Crosby, uh, Billie Holiday. Just you guys, are <laughs> yeah, we we're like, actually learning this in real time. This now. is like last week. This last week, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a new man today, yeah, like, apparently, or like 80s synth wave. Okay, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are blown 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 <laughs> so I don't even, yeah, but I feel like I always come back to like Metallica. Okay, that's always uh, a yes, good Iron, Iron Maiden. There's always like a good, like place to come back to when i get sick of whatever i'm listening the to 50s music sure. <laughs> it's good stuff I don't... well just like when we hang out sometimes it's weird because like there'll be this like really hard metal song on and like you're just going at it and the next song is like john denver and you sing the whole song exactly. <laughs> and it's, just, it's sudden change That's but true. it works or michael duality puts of on man. bruno mars or something yeah that's my bad <laughs> Michael has to kill me now. I've it's had like someone yeah, like, look at my playlist though, or Ava and I's playlist. Oh my god. We gosh. have a joint playlist together and they're like, what the hell is this combination? <laughs> Luke Bryan. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, it's Luke Bryant. We've got some um who else is on it? I think Motley Cruz on it. Um John Denver. Is on John Denver, um, Grimes is on it. Okay. <laughs> um Oh, it's just the garden. The garden. It looks like it's ridiculous. a soup of every single artist ever. It's like a kitchen sink cookie. Yeah, but All it's right. funny. Like, there's some funny songs. Um, the Lonely Island isn't a. <laughs> are they on it? <laughs> right? Probably. Probably. It's um. Yeah, are it's the, a little bit. Uh, are the Island Boys on your 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 no. playlist? I don't know. So. Oh, <laughs> I love that. What are your inspirations, Brock? Um, <laughs> I mainly my favorite band and biggest inspiration inspiration is Metallica, but other than that, I mainly just listen to death metal bands like Gojira, Mashoga. Mashoga is one of my favorites. Uh <laughs> Lamb of God. Death. I found a band called Carbomb and they go so hard. Like I'll just be in the truck just like tearing it up, you know? And it just I just love that type of music. Carbomb. That's Carbomb. That's yeah, nice. a good that's, that's an nice. interesting one. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um and you guys are you guys are growing up in a digital age, um, you know, streaming, things like that. 
did you guys put out music on an actual physical CD or vinyl? Or is yeah. that? Yep. Yes. We have um, CDs on our website, frame42.com. Oh. And then uh, also at our merch table at live shows. Um, yeah. Streaming wise, we're uh, on everything. But a goal of ours is to avail- uh, eventually get a vinyl. That's They're so just expensive. so expensive. Yeah, but it would be so cool. Just have to have like one. We are broke now. We are broke after tour. We make no money on tour. Yeah, and Adele used all the vinyl in the world, so right. doesn't exist anymore. Good for her. No. I mean, was that important to you guys? Like, I mean, uh, again, you guys are growing up in a digital age with streaming. Um, even even myself, like I, I was prided myself on like going to the record store and buying CDs, yeah. and I refused to even get into the vinyl. Uh, game right now because I just think it's um, for me it's too clunky I don't like the sound quality as much as like uh, a, a CD or whatever um, and I just have like uh, so many CDs that are take up room in my house the way it is I can't imagine you know trying to do that with vinyl and also like I'm not going to put the vinyl album in my car so like it's everything's right. on, the, on the phone which is cool right. That's true, yeah. but was it, impor- was it important to you guys to like do physical copies yeah, I think it's always good to, um, I mean, also you don't really make any money from streaming. So from right. that standpoint, it's really important to like have something to sell, have something people want. And we could also make it our own because there's a little poster included in our um, uh, hard copy CDs. So it's like a little treat for people who buy them. And we usually sign them. And we sign them, yeah. But I mean, some people kind of like you were saying, I mean, just buy the hard copies just because they collect them. Like records, um, I buy records just because I like the way they look. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I buy them from, and I play them sometimes, but you okay, so no, I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I like the way they look, and I like being able to say like, "This is that's my right. record." No, it's definitely cool. I mean, that's what I loved most about buying CDs was you know opening up the the liner notes and kind of if there was art attached to it, it was cool to look at that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. bands a lot of times put a lot of effort into you know that portion of the, oh, yeah. the whole yeah. process. So it's, it's unfortunate, you know. But I, I think um, also just because like you can look on your phone and just like look at the CD like cover, but, like having a like when you first like get your first copy, and you just like look at it and hold it. And you're like, huh, that's us. It's yeah. just kind of like a surreal moment because like you have your own CD pretty much and yeah. you can look through it and pick it and put it in and it plays your music so it's a really cool first experience like hold it physically and like look at it and play it yeah cool well i've got nothing else for you guys uh, again thank you so much for doing this uh, again um for those watching and listening check out frame 42 on all the social media platforms all the streaming platforms vote for them in the contest they're in the links in their bio on their social media uh anything else just thank you for having us again. Yeah, so thank you for having us again it was awesome when you make it big don't forget about me oh, okay. sure. <laughs> well you're our first out of state interviewer actually cool yeah, yeah. So. that's cool awesome yeah. so thank you yeah oh thank, thank you guys so much i really appreciate that i wish you guys the best of luck uh happy to see a young band uh on the way on the way up supportive parents the right track humble remember humble thank you so much and best of luck thank you thank you we'll talk soon
Alright, see ya. Bye. Thank you.